0: Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM 820 brings you "Alive for More," a dialogue with Catholic young adults produced by AM 820 to encourage and inspire the universal call to holiness. And now, "Alive for More."
1: Welcome back to "Alive for More." My name is Father Nick Turnum. Joined in the studio by Kayla Walton and Trisha Schweinfurth formerly Cassin This is the first episode I think we recorded mm-hmm. that she is now a married woman. But before we begin, Tricia, would you like to start us off with prayer?
0: Of course. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Jesus, we just pray that you will fill all of our hearts with a desire to know you more, a desire to hear your voice through our daily lives. Thank you so much, Tricia, for that beautiful prayer. Today, we
2: will be talking about hearing the voice of God. And I once heard a priest, you know, and we hear this all the time, but I heard a priest talking about, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you're waking up with a sound. Usually it's an alarm clock or music or something. And then for a lot of us, you know, our noise starts right away with the day. So whether that is a spouse talking to us or children talking to us or, you know, even Or screaming at us. Right. Or screaming. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> um, or, you know, even even the non-audible sounds. So checking, you know, for me, I check my phone right away. So making sure that there's no important emails, no important messages. Um, and so from the moment that we wake up, you know, we get ready for our day. We're inundated. And then um, if we don't have time, if we don't make time for prayer in the morning, then we go to work or, you know, wherever. And we get in our cars. And what do we do? We usually turn on the radio. And um, then we drive. and Hopefully- the right AMA
1: twenty or AMA 20, 80, 20, 80. 3.
2: right <laughs> yep and so we drive to work and we go through our days and then we when we get home we we see our loved ones we might you know watch tv together or something but very rarely do we just have time for silence mm-hmm. and i think that you know when we talk about hearing the voice of god i think that that is like the biggest part of what we need to talk about is hearing him in that silence because mm-hmm. that'll make the other times easier to hear him
1: mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people are intimidated by silence because Mm -hmm. they think it's just their own thoughts they're stuck with Mm -hmm. you know particularly if someone is going through a hard time they don't want to think about those stressful moments i know if i have a stressful meeting you know at the parish or something like Mm -hmm. that i can get kind of caught up in those meetings in my head or the theoretical or imaginative conversations Mm -hmm. i don't have or the arguments and say this is how i'm going to win and a lot of people don't want to be stuck Mm -hmm. in silence because then they just kind of circle that that drain. Though, I guess what we want to propose or rather kind of, you know, reveal or talk about is even in that silence, we can hear the voice of God, you Mm -hmm. know, or particularly that's where we hear him the loudest. But then the question comes up, how do I know I'm hearing the voice of God and not just my own Mm self-assurance? So I guess kind of starting the conversation there, I would say, you know, the Lord speaks to us in a way that we can hear. And you know, if you pause and think a second, you can hear your own voice in your head. maybe it doesn't it's not your voice, but there's a voice, your thoughts. Mm-hmm. The thing is, the Lord can use that voice too mhm, and I guess kind of talking about how do we make sure that that voice isn't mm-hmm. our own of you know mind
0: you know, I think for so well, I am married now, Trisha yeah. Schweinfurth, but for my twenties and I was really um angsty going back and forth, you know, am I called to religious life? Am I called to marriage? Mm, And I I did. I was so overwhelmed by this question of, you know, what am I hearing in prayer? How can I trust it? And, um, I think that, well, I know that God knows all of our hearts, right? So Mm. God knows my heart and he knows my intentions and he knows, uh, my will. Right. Mm. And so if we think we hear God's voice with a, like a pure heart. So if we're living a virtuous life or we're striving to live a virtuous life, um, and we're striving to know Jesus and we think we hear God's voice telling us to do something and maybe we, maybe we're misinterpreting it. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But if we follow that, um, with a pure heart, then God will reward that. I mean, that's like an obedience. So I think in some sense we can get, and I, I am part of this boat, get so wrapped up in like. Well, what is what I'm hearing from God? How do I know? How do I know? And I think we need to take the spotlight off of being right or wrong and just trusting in God's goodness. Trisha, I think you
1: hit the nail on the head there is trust. You know, I remember hearing when I was discerning my own vocation, you know, I was 19 years old and just thinking, okay, am I, is God calling me to be a priest? And I made the comment to somebody, I was like, well, I want to be happy, but I feel like God's calling me to be a Mm -hmm. priest. Mm -hmm. And this person responded to me saying, Nick. If you give your heart to the Lord's will and you're like, okay, Lord, I think you're leading me here. He will not only answer, but reward mm-hmm. that that trust.
2: Yeah, and I think, too, something that's really important to remember is always, I think, too, so I'm a very tangible, practical person. And mm-hmm. I think one very tangible thing that every person can do is invite the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. into their prayer time. So you know when I was first learning about what does this mean to hear the voice of God what is the difference between me and it, like my voice that I'm hearing and God's voice and you know asking all those questions and I think that it goes back like kind of going back to the basics of what you were saying about trust mm-hmm. and what you were saying about having like a pure heart but I think it also is you know before we even begin that prayer like inviting the Holy Spirit to come
1: and that's what we do mm-hmm. as Catholic what do we start every mm-hmm. prayer with mm-hmm. you know
2: right right and and I mean you know the sign the cross is beautiful but i think also being very real and saying okay jesus like you know calling out those fears of Mm -hmm. jesus like i'm really afraid that this might be my voice or Mm -hmm. you know i i'm confused like holy spirit lead and guide me and i think that that's going to be the biggest piece to hearing his voice is inviting him there in that moment Mm -hmm. and i think too you know when we When we quote, hear the voice of God, because my—I mean, my kids ask me this all the time at the school. Like, what, what, what do you mean, hear the voice of God? Like, I don't hear him with my ears, and Mm -hmm. we always tell them that like it's this peace in your heart that can't be disturbed. Like, you know you know without a shadow of a doubt something in your heart. and I. Yeah,
1: and yeah. There, there's a certain assurance. And, you know, just to mm-hmm. remind you, you're listening to Alive for More. Um, my name is Father Nick Ventura, and I'm joined in the studio by Kayla Walton and Tricia Schweinfurth. And we're talking about, you know, hearing the voice of God. And we're just, you know, Kayla just uh, talked about having that assurance, that trust, mm-hmm. that, you know, that that confidence in the heart. And so I guess I kind of want to shift the conversation a little bit how do you guys predominantly hear the voice of God? I know sure. for me, it mm. it varies between both a an, a voice, sometimes mm-hmm. like that quiet sort of like mm-hmm. conversation piece. I ask a question mm-hmm. and then an answer comes or other times it'll come in images or imagination. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the Lord can use all sorts of tools that we have.
0: Mm -hmm. In ourselves
1: how do you guys hear it as
0: i've matured i think i've heard the voice of god differently Mm -hmm. um and i do agree and you know i think that the church tradition tells us that silence is maybe the most fruitful time Mm -hmm. of prayer Mm -hmm. but you know to our listeners and even to myself today our world isn't used to silence and (laughs) so silence today can be really uncomfortable and really intimidating Um, And we might not initially hear the voice of God through silence Mm -hmm. because it is something so foreign to us right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I think back on like the times when I felt close to God as a child, I heard the voice of God through my parents. You know, I heard I I learned about God and, um, you know, heard maybe what he wanted for me through the love of my parents. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Just through their affirmation, their encouragement, um, their, you know, teaching me about Christ, but mm-hmm. also just like their love, like a hug or mm-hmm. maybe just the security of their presence. And mm-hmm. through the gift of my parents, I think I learned the voice of god you know mm-hmm. through right. there
1: and that's that's how we're supposed mm-hmm. to learn it sure. is uh, the our parents are supposed to be that first assurance mm-hmm. of god's presence in our lives or our our families you know yes. it's that con immediate mm-hmm. context you know god mm-hmm. is not just a you know an out of body experience but mm-hmm. he is an incarnate word and mm-hmm. I- so
0: so maybe people who are just starting out in their faith, like we might begin to hear the voice of God through somebody we trust or who, through somebody who makes us feel really comfortable or secure. And um, just the comfort that they provide helps us to be more familiar with the comfort that God is constantly providing us. Um, mm. And then as I grew, you know, as I'm in my teenage years and, you know, when we're teenagers we're highly emotional, um, yeah. if, at things are about feeling, I really heard the voice of God through things like music.
3: Mm, Um, mm -hmm.
0: and just that like high emotional experience in prayer where praise and worship or um, just being with Mm -hmm. your friends in small groups and talking Mm -hmm. things out. Um, In that stage of my life, I think that's really how I felt the voice of God. And Mm -hmm. now as I'm getting older, um, I definitely hear God more through the silence and more Mm -hmm. through times of, even times of distress in my day. I Mm -hmm. think right now, um, maybe I have a difficult patient at work or, A disagreement within my family. I think in those moments, is when I hear the voice of God reminding me, like, "Okay, recenter yourself," um, you know, Mm -hmm. and realizing that like I can't do things on my own anymore.
1: Right, and I, I mean, I I think that is an interesting concept where it's in those moments of distress we can actually hear, even in that chaos, Mm -hmm. hear the voice of God, even if it's just an invitation, hey. Come with mm-hmm. me for a while. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Step back. Cool down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think,
2: too, you know, I guess it, just even sitting here right now, it's kind of like it, like this pull in your heart. If And I keep going back to heart because I'm very, um, like, as practical as I am, I'm mm-hmm. also kind of emotional in that sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so just this, uh, uh, like, the only way I can describe it is like a tug in my heart. Yeah. So I think that you know, we probably have a lot of listeners who, like for us, this is something like we know that we've heard the voice of God before. Mm -hmm. We know that we've heard Him. But, you know, for a lot of our listeners, they might be like, well, I've never had that. So Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, kind of talking about, like, what are some ways that, like, if you're just beginning in trying to hear the voice of God, what are some things to uh, like that can help you. And I think first is inviting the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And secondly, I think, you know, asking it when I first started, um, you know, just, or even, I don't want to say started, but like restarted trying to hear the voice of God again. Someone said, you know, Kayla, just like sit down and ask our Lord, like, You know what do you think of me and Mm, and like mm -hmm. and good things are and because i i'm like my own worst critic but when i really took time in prayer and invited the holy spirit to come the things that were that came to me like that without even thinking it was like okay jesus like what do you think of me and things came like you are good you are my daughter you are loved Mm -hmm. you are pure you know Mm -hmm. all these things that Had I had to come up with that, I wouldn't have, because I, again, am my own worst critic. And I think that, you know, so for people who are just starting, like, stop and take, you know, five minutes to say, like, Jesus, who do you who do you think I am?
1: Right. And he he is ready to respond. He he does. Yes. Like you might be thinking, okay, yeah, Father, you're supposed to say that. That's Mm -hmm. that's what we pay you for. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I'm paid, but I'm not paid for that. Mm -hmm. The thing is, Jesus does respond when we Mm -hmm. ask him. Aloud, like saying, Lord, what do you think of me?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: He immediately starts saying, you are loved.
2: Right. And I think, you know, there is one really important thing. There was a point in my life where... I could not hear him clearly because they had such um, a malformed conscience, if that makes sense. Like there were things going on in my life that um, I just, you know, my conscience wasn't formed correctly. And it didn't mean that I was a bad person. It meant that I was just like struggling with some things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you were to, to come in prayer and if you were to invite the Holy Spirit and if you were to ask Jesus, like, who do you think I am? And, you know, you feel like you receive a response of something that's negative or something that's, you know, that causes you fear or anxiety, like go and talk to a faithful person because like, you know, you you want to make sure that you're, you're your hearing conscience. the voice of God. Exactly, right. And, and like, that, he,
1: that it, you have a good receiver. It's, exactly. it's the same thing with, not to use a radio mm-hmm. example, but if you have no, a bad receiver, sure. you're not going to get a clear signal. It's going right. to be, you're going to not hear the things correctly. And I think it's a good opportunity to talk about what are the fruits of mm-hmm. hearing God's mm-hmm. voice? What's those different? We, we read in scripture, you know, St. Paul mm-hmm. talks about, you know, what how do you discern spirits? Mm-hmm. And I often talk about you know, saying when a thought from God or a phrase from God always brings joy, mm. always brings peace, always mm-hmm. brings conviction, or, mm. but now, It doesn't bring tranquility. There's a difference between peace and tranquility. Can
2: I give a really good analogy? Yes, Kayla, please. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, I was um, with the Carmelites for a year and a half, and um, I was a candidate with them, and our directress gave the best analogy for this. Mm. She said, you know, on the water, like the waves may be crashing, the water mm. may be moving, the, you know, the tide may be high, it may be overwhelming, boats may be sinking, but deep underneath there's like that current, mm-hmm. like that current that cannot be stopped and that can't be shaken. So it. Sometimes our Lord's words are like that, you know, like right. they yeah. may cause all this turmoil on the surface that you're like, yikes, I don't even know about this. And then, but deep down, like deep, deep down, you're like, no, this is, this is good. And this is mm-hmm. pulling me in a good direction. And this is, you know, moving me where
0: it should. Another way I've heard that described is you're in the eye of the storm. Like mm-hmm. you yeah. can see a storm all around you, but you're in that eye that's mm-hmm. peaceful. Yeah. Um. But before we continue I, I think that when you, you're you talking about the voice of God, it always brings, but something also the voice of God never contradicts. It, mm. It's never mm. going to contradict things that we know to be true. Our God is um, mm-hmm. never changing. So yeah. when we listen to the voice of God, it's never going to tell us to do something that we know through scripture and the tradition of the church,
1: church is, is not what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now and he might we're contradict, blessed. he might contradict your life saying, Hey, oh, yeah. you're not living consistently with sure. how I made you, mm-hmm. but I agree. Like, He will never say, oh, go and preach against the church.
0: Sure. So with that being said, you know, we're so blessed to be a part of the Catholic Church where we have this like backbone to guide us. You know, I think of the story of the eunuch Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. Scripture. Um, But anyways, nonetheless, uh, we were talking about how we hear the voice of God. And I think, you know we have so many different personalities in this world and especially the differences between men and women. And I could relate to Kayla completely when she's saying like, I feel this and Mm -hmm. I experience this, but I think some people aren't as they're thinkers. They're not feelers. Right. Um, And I think another way we can hear the voice of God is through scripture and through reading the the tradition of the church um, and through experiencing the sacraments. So that's just like a great place to start too, if, you know, we're not to that point where we can just say, okay, Lord, I give you these 20 minutes mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. experience all these feelings. Yeah, sometimes
1: yeah. We, have to, we have to till the soil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, before we kind of continue on this conversation, remember you're listening to Alive for More. You can hear us Saturdays at 7 a.m., Sundays at 3.30, or online on demand at com. And I'm here in the studio with Kayla Walton, Tricia Schweinfurth, and Joel Yarmish, um, And I am Father Nick Ventura, and we're kind of talking about hearing the voice of God and the just different ways that we do that. And, you know, Patricia kind of said, you know, sometimes we have to structure that time of silence. Mm -hmm. We can't just go, Mm -hmm. all right, speak, Lord, your servant's listening, if Mm -hmm. we don't have rich soil. If we have, Mm -hmm. you know, in that parable of the seed and the sower, if we have rocky ground, you know, we can't really hear, we can't really accept. That mm-hmm. the uh, the Father's word for us, right? So we kind of have to prepare ourselves by you know scripture reading or by reading mm-hmm. the Catechism, the lives of the saints, mm-hmm. um, Kayla. And
2: I think you know, again, I'm all about the practicals. Mm-hmm. I think for people who, again, hearing the voice of God is new to them, I think you know, going back to some practical steps for them, I think Lexio Divina is a really great way yes. to start because you know Saint Teresa of Avila is one of the most amazing saints. I mean, she's yeah. a doctor of the she Church. Crying out loud. Right. (laughs) So she's like a doctor of the church for crying out loud. And she, you know, she never went. To prayer without something, whether it was a holy card or a book or a scripture, and so if I look at her and she's one of the greatest saints of all time, she couldn't even go to prayer without something. And then mm-hmm. who, you know, I shouldn't feel guilty for having to take a, a Bible or you yeah. know, like I, you don't have to just sit there. And and who knows, like maybe our Lord will let that happen. Maybe that conversation will happen without the need of it, you know, some some type of aid. But I think starting out with that is so good. And mm-hmm. so you know. Maybe we could kind of talk for just a couple of minutes about what Lexio Divina is, because I think that's a really great way to, like, hear um, well, God's voice.
1: So I guess just to find the term, Lexio Divina is a Latin mm-hmm. phrase for divine reading. And mm-hmm. it's not like opening the Bible randomly and picking out a it's phrase. It's not Bible bingo. It's not Bible bingo or, nope. or Bible roulette. Yes. It's, <laughs> you, know, you know, picking specifically either, you know, taking the daily readings mm-hmm. from Mass or... Or, you know, saying, you know, I'm going to read through the letter of James or mm-hmm. I'm going to read through Isaiah and just mm-hmm. things. But the thing is, when you when you do Alexa Divina for a time mm-hmm. not to pick more than, say, no more than 10 verses, mm-hmm. um, if you go more than 10 verses, you kind of get a mm-hmm. lot more stuff you kind of want to pick a mm-hmm. encapsulated thing and, I, and thanks be to god you know we live in a time where the bible is organized that we can go to chapters and mm-hmm. verses and there's actually a little helpful headings over certain mm-hmm. sections that we can kind of take in piecemeal mm-hmm. but you know it's that it's divine meaning it's being led by god so typically mm-hmm. people describe it as a four-step process do you guys want me to kind of explain here yeah. or
2: um i mean maybe just a, a little bit a little bit yeah. okay
1: so Quickly, when you identify the scripture passage, you got to read it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can't read it, mm-hmm. then you got you have to approach it a different way. Mm-hmm. So, reading the scripture passage, what's the next step?
2: Um, rereading it so that yeah. it, like slowly and mm-hmm. picking out a word or a phrase who that you feel like is really. Um, like, it just really stands out to you.
1: Exactly. And there, there's mm-hmm. going to be, it could be as simple as the uh, just mm-hmm. a single word that may not be necessarily in the context of that scripture, mm-hmm. but it's a word like it could be water. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just that water kind of just kicks off this image mm-hmm. of different images in your head or resonates mm-hmm. with you in some way. And then you got to pause. Mm-hmm. You have to give yourself time mm-hmm. to sit with that.
2: Mm-hmm. And yeah, And I think, and you know, another way to the, the way that works best for me is like placing myself in that situation. So one of, you know, I had this time of prayer probably 17 years ago and it has like stuck with me. I know it was a while ago. No,
1: I was just thinking 17 years ago. I know. I
2: know, I was 13 (laughs) um, and I remember where I was and it was, um, the Bible passage of the, the girl who dies and Jesus Mm -hmm. like, you know, raises her. Mm -hmm. And I spent time thinking about like, what did it feel like to be that girl's father? You Mm know? You know, and it, or not the father, the mother, like, you know, saying goodbye to your husband and not knowing if a if he's going to come back, you have the sick daughter here, you know, and then you have this strange man coming into your house and like really placing yourself in that setting, I think is like such a good way to like really enter into the scriptures. And like, I don't know, for me, like, that's one of the best ways I have to, of course. to hear about. Our Lord.
0: (laughs) Something else interesting in hearing the voice of God, and I I wonder how you guys respond to this. And I've had times in my life, maybe where um, someone said they heard the voice of God for me. Like, Trisha, I think the Lord is telling me to tell you to marry me. Or, no. you know, maybe, See, no, but it's maybe never not that like direct. that example. I actually get
3: that exact example. A lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet no, you know. No. A couple of proposals that <laughs> no, way.
1: No, I'm just kidding. Both of you are married, Joel <laughs> and Tricia. So you sure will be hearing that from your spouse. But you know when, um,
0: how do we, How I, I hate to say this, but how do we keep ourselves from getting manipulated through other people's interpretation of hearing god's voice for ourselves you know how can we interpret other people's interpretation of god's message for us father
1: well does th- that make sense no, no no i hear what you're saying i'm gonna answer that <laughs> by kind of capping off what we like how we do lexio divina oh sure is you know once you have that you know that phrase or the thing you sit with it and you reread and mm-hmm. see how the lord is speaking to you that way mm-hmm. then asking yourself what are the fruits of this kind of going back to this You know, interpreting anything, one will require the guidance of the church.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Two, what kind of fruits is it bringing? Are they bringing? Rather, my grammar's messed up. I'm sorry, but um, (laughs) I'll
2: correct you later. Thank you,
1: thank you, principal. Um, The and so when we see those fruits, like what's coming out of this? Is it bringing me closer to God, or is Mm -hmm. it causing me to feel the waves of the ocean rather than the deep current? Mm -hmm. You know, is it? Yeah, that's not good. not allowing us to to rest because I mean our to quote Saint Augustine, you know our hearts are restless until they rest in God. You know when we spend time with God, there is rest involved. There's that you know feeling, and I don't mean to use feeling because it's an emotion, but there's that that sense that like okay, mm-hmm. that that does resonate with me. It, it's drawn me deeper into the mystery. So. If if there is something like if someone does say I think the Lord is saying this about you and it just really it, it's almost like a like a piece of chip in your tooth sorry and I had a, I had the experience of oh, having like a tortilla chip horrible. in your tooth it it hurts it doesn't hurt it's just annoying oh and it just causes you to to kind of draw back even sit with that drawback a little bit just go mm-hmm. all right Lord why did I experience that mm-hmm. what are you trying to say to me here and then letting that unfold so i i think the thing we're emphasizing we're, we're using terms like feeling, sensing mm-hmm. but we're not necessarily talking about like the emotional mm-hmm. life as opposed i guess joel and yeah. uh what kind of thoughts do you have on that
3: yeah got a lot of thoughts um <laughs> no i think that the uh it, I, I guess the main word that keeps coming to my head is perseverance. Like it's a type of thing that you have to uh, be in it for the long haul. If you want to hear the word, the voice of God. Mm-hmm. And if you want to take these Lectio Divina, for example, if you want to put that into practice, Lectio, uh, Lexio, 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 Lectio. Lectio, it's um, it depends
1: on which form of Latin you want to speak.
3: Yes. Yes. I speak, <laughs> I speak the Queen's Latin. So um, uh, no, but it, it, it is something that you cannot expect overnight results on. Like sometimes it, Sometimes the results are overnight and you just hear this voice as vivid as possibly can be. And then some other times it's just like, you know, I didn't hear anything, but you just got to keep going mm-hmm. to the well and you have to keep persevering. Um, and it's, it's fruitful, uh, in the long run. And, uh, it's, um, I guess yeah, it it just takes perseverance. And I think go ahead Kayla.
2: Something went Joel, when you were talking I've been like holding back on Saint Teresa of Avila <laughs> another analogy no, because please never I hold love her. never hold um, back. Never hold But she has, you know, this beautiful analogy in prayer that like it's like a farmer with water. You know, sometimes you have to like go and, you know, get the buckets of water and water the plants and get the buckets and water the plants and sometimes, you know, the next step would be like, well, maybe you can build an irrigation system to make it a little bit easier. And then sometimes like our Lord just lets the rain fall. Mm. and like just like the farmer didn't do anything but like be receptive. Mm. And I think that prayer can be the same way. Like sometimes it is, like Joel said, you have to go to the well and it's going to be really hard. And then other times it's like, Wow! Like thirty minutes just passed, and like we just had a really great conversation with Jesus, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I think just being patient in those days where it feels like a lot of work, knowing that the rain's going to come, the rain's going to come eventually.
1: And I think doing the show has not been a lot of work for us because we're already at the end of our time. Oh my goodness! So How to, did that happen? To kind of a uh, cap, the, kind of summarize all this. What we want to emphasize is that we all can hear the voice of God. Is that God does speak to us? It's not just this. Hope and guessing and wondering. God is not some Mm -hmm. sort of pin the tail on the donkey, but rather he is guiding us deeper into a, a relationship with him. And it takes listening. It takes the silence. It takes willing to stop and go, God, help me. And so... We have to close in prayer. So we're going to go ahead and close in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for this time together. Help us to hear your word for us that we may experience the peace and joy that come from you alone. And we ask this all through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. We pray these things in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Alive for More. You can catch us Saturdays at 7, Sundays at 3.30 or online on demand at com. Until next time, God bless you.
0: Alive for More is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820. Archives of Alive for More and all of our locally produced programs are available at stgabrielradio.com.
3: Sancti. To-